0: Welcome back to Book Talks podcast. This is Kayla and Marissa, and this week we read the Paris apartment, the Paris Apartment by Lucy Foley. Why can't I speak? Which is actually the second the Paris Apartment we've read on the podcast, but this is by a completely different author, completely different genre. Which one did you like better?
1: <laughs> oh, I mean, I liked this one better than the other Paris Apartment we read because the other Paris Apartment was. Historical fiction, and if anyone has been listening for the past two years,
0: they know I'm not a fan of historical fiction. I like historical fiction. I feel like you do like historical fiction. I mean, like I felt like you like it more than romance because it's a little less um, happy. <laughs> the
1: first historical fiction one we did was that Atomic Love, and I don't know if you remember, but. Like, it wasn't horrible, but I gave it, like, two or three stars, and then the author commented on our Instagram post and was, like, arguing with us. Do you remember
0: that? No, she commented on our podcast. She listened oh, yeah. to the podcast, and we were, like, saying, like, were they even women in science then? And she, like, fact-checked us. <laughs> um, I don't even think it was, like, she commented on our reading, it was, like, more of, like, what we were saying in the podcast, so we know that she actually listened to our full podcast of us bashing her book. (laughs) That one wasn't a good one. I actually did like The Parrots Department, and I recommend it to people who like historical fiction. I feel like that one was pretty good. I don't know if I'd say, like, a better, they're probably both equal for me, because they're both not, like, I think, actually, no, I think I like historical fiction better, but that book made me pretty anxious anyway, so. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I didn't love this book, but I thought it was a pretty good... Thriller for someone who doesn't like thrillers. (laughs) Yeah, I just, I would never recommend. uh,
1: So I've done two by Lucy Foley now, and she's just not my cup of tea. There are a lot of people who like her. So I don't think she's a bad author. I don't think her writing is bad. She just doesn't write books that I enjoy. And that's just a personal preference. So I, I think I liked her other book better than this one, but they both had issues. Is it due to the lack of violence? (laughs) Not only the lack of violence, though I do love a little violence here and there. Um, No, this one, so this one specifically, I did not like that there were six point of views. I cannot keep track of six different people's point of views. I literally, I don't know if you can see my paper. I had to start taking notes. I wrote sex ring at the top and then like listed their each character sings. I was, it was just a lot to keep track of. I'm someone who prefers if we're going to do back and forth, two characters, two characters only. I
0: can't do six. It's funny you say this because in um, Crescent City, it's told in like 10 people's point of views. Oh, but it's done so well, Kayla. (laughs) (laughs) Like that one, I don't even know how many people point of views it is because so many. Um, I actually didn't, I feel like I've, I've been reading so many different point of view books lately that I am getting the hang of it. My new pet peeve is the flashbacks. I hate flashbacks. I just feel like it really chops up the story. Like everyone, everyone's been loving the every summer after book, which I did enjoy, but it's every other chapters a flashback. And I hate that. Like I just, I would just stay in one time period for me. Like I, you can hop from, Person to person, but I want to be in the same year, and I it wasn't, it did remind me a lot of that K Tucker Book we read for the first podcast. Um, say you still love me, yeah, it was very similar to that. It was like based in Canada, which I forget where say you so still love me is, but I feel like it was kind of like in a Canadian vibe city. I think um, actually that one was New York, wasn't that in Manhattan? No, no, it was like a fake city. Oh, she never named it, um, but it definitely was a northeast city or north city but i mean i think we assume new york because it was like near a mountain and i mean but that's also all of canada so <laughs> yeah and
1: she likes writing she wrote the simple wild books so she likes yeah. north stuff
0: alaska canada probably yeah so um i mean i like that book but i hate time period jumps so this one didn't time period jump so that's like my current pet peeve so it was fine it was creepy that the main guy basically slept with like this entire family (laughs) I yeah okay so let's do the spoiler warning because we're gonna spoil
1: the book because how do you talk about any book and not spoil it I mean come on but this one specifically I think part of why I didn't like love it is there was not one character that I liked at all and I did not care if Ben the guy who's missing if he lived or died because literally he was just sleeping with this whole family. And I was like, bruh, what? Like from mother to son, you're just taking them all out. <laughs> like, what are you
0: doing? So I like, Jess. I didn't think he was going to be alive. And I, I guess I didn't hope for it. I kind of hoped that he died. And Jess and Theo, the like, help the writer guy, Published story, like took down the family and they just like ran off in the sunset and like fell in love.
1: (laughs) Yeah. I, Jess was the only one that I kind of liked. I mean, she was, she wasn't a great lead in my opinion because she wasn't super smart, but I didn't hate her. She wasn't sleeping with the entire family for no purpose. I mean, he had a purpose, but like he didn't even really succeed. I mean, if it weren't for Jess, the whole, sex ring wouldn't have been uncovered he would have just died and like you-, you took out the whole family good for you you slept with all of them and you accomplished nothing so
0: Ben wasn't I just didn't really care if he lived or died I think Sophie would have um kept him alive <laughs> <laughs> I am confused because whenever Jess gets in the attic she's like it smells like something died in here and I'm wondering like like what smell like he died because your brother wasn't dead he wasn't decaying so like <laughs> what what was that smell like I get the author trying to throw us off and think like oh like it's a dead body like we definitely know like he's not alive but what was that smell I guess maybe like just like urine I guess or Sophie killed someone else you know who knows <laughs> I was shocked that the killer was Mimi
1: okay I just hated Mimi from she was annoying start to finish maybe the
0: most annoying character I have ever read she was like just very obsessive to the point where like if they don't love her back like what's wrong with them and I mean I wish I had that confidence but like (laughs) also (laughs) but also
1: when Jess went to the Halloween party and the guy was like are you friends with Mimi? I didn't think Mimi had any friends. No one likes Mimi. I was like,
0: I get it. I get why no one likes her. She is weird AF. The funny thing was like that her roommate was like, what was her, what was the point of that character? Cami, Camille,
1: whatever her name was, no idea. I guess maybe to make us think that Camille was sleeping with Ben- also because we knew he was a bit of a whoremonger so maybe it was like to throw us off there but then she wasn't sleeping with Ben,
0: right? No, and maybe she was sleeping with Anto- Antoinette or Antony's, uh wife um, but I guess we would have the party but like I kind of thought like maybe she would like either somehow save the day just like being like, a in, in the wrong place at the wrong time and like oh I have a phone here like let's call the cops right now or something like that or like maybe your point was just to have that party, um, where maybe drug Jess. (laughs) Yeah.
1: I, I, so that was like the one part in the book that really stressed me out when Jess got drugged because she was alone in that apartment with that guy. And I was like, okay, first of all, I just want to say, as soon as she accepted this drink from this guy, I was like, Jess WTF you don't accept open drinks from random guys you don't know like that is rule number one then you take him up to an apartment alone after he's just given you a drink not very smart but I was glad he wasn't I don't think he did anything to her since Mimi was the one who like wanted her drugged but do we know what Mimi did like did they drag her body out do we know what happened with that
0: I think she just wanted her to stop asking questions I just wanted her to disappear Mm-hmm. but i didn't i wasn't too i would have been thrown off if he handed her a drink to keep but like if he was drinking a drink himself and he's like oh you want to sip i wouldn't be that i wouldn't be that worried of it. i saw them actually drinking it because i'm like okay they wouldn't be drinking poison like i'm gonna drink too but if i was just getting handed a drink that we don't see prepared yeah absolutely not yeah. um So, I wasn't, I think he was, like, it was, like, his drink was, like, blood. Like, he's, like, oh, I'm a vampire or whatever. Um, No, I mean, I didn't really see the point of the party because, like, nothing was ever uncovered besides Mimi, like, drugging her. I mean, and then Mimi's, like, suicide attempts. Mimi drawing Ben for hours and then cutting out his eyes. Like, she's the middle schooler, like, revenge trick
1: so freaking creepy actually you know what's so funny what what was the book is I don't think it was say you still love me one of the books we did do you remember when they first meet oh was it the hating game and he paints his walls the color of her eyes like they meet and the next day he goes and he he paints his walls the color of his eyes that is the vibe I got from Mimi, except Mimi's like serial killer vibes. And he was actually an okay person. But I was like, she is literally watching this guy through a window and drawing him. And like in detail, drawing him in the nude. I,
0: Mimi, you're like 13 years old. I don't understand. She got kicked out of school because she did this to her teacher. Heebie-jeebies. They kept on hinting at it, and the teacher was like, "This is inappropriate." And she was just like, "No, this is him flirting." And then, yeah, she got kicked out. The teacher so like, stop she having me problem. naked."
1: <laughs> <laughs> like,
0: honestly, maybe she... I don't know what she. I don't know where she goes from from there because clearly she has a problem. Yeah, I also hated Nick a lot. I hated all of them except Jess. Yeah, and Theo. Theo was okay. He was like he was like I'm not a good guy like I feel like he never came off like oh I'm gonna be a good guy like no he was like for his own game always yeah yeah he was like very blunt he's like yeah here's my ex-girlfriend's clothes like I don't care, <laughs> I don't care. yeah um but everyone else kind of sucked Nick super sucked yeah, he kind of Nick- was like borderline like Mimi like he was mad at Ben for not being in love with him I just think it's really funny that Ben slept
1: with all of them because I don't think Ben had to do that to get the answers he needed. <laughs> like literally mother, son, daughter. And I'm like, Ben, I, I think you could have gotten to the answers a different way, but you know, whatever
0: works. thing is, did he actually sleep with Mimi? I don't think he did. Did he not? I think she bought the lingerie for him and she went to his apartment With the like cassette and everything in the lingerie, and then she hid in his closet because she heard someone coming, and then that's when she saw his her mom and him banging.
1: Oh my gosh!
0: Slept with him. I think she just was obsessed with him, and found her mom sleeping with him. Wait, that's so funny. The one twist that I was like, oh my god, was the lady, the concierge, um, being the grandmother to Mimi.
1: This book was just full of twists and turns. <laughs> I was
0: like, oh, everyone's so freaking related. It's insane. Um, well,
1: yeah, it was like everyone living in that apartment complex was related and somehow involved in the sex ring, whether they knew it or not. So kind of a weird vibe.
0: Also, Sophie's awful for making her sons bury their father. <laughs> <laughs> Sophie gets mother of the year award. <laughs> Well, I think it's funny because whatever, like um, like Jess coming in not knowing their siblings, she's like, what the fuck is this apartment building having like cocktail hours together? Like who does this?
1: <laughs> and then yes.
0: it makes sense. They're all siblings.
1: Yeah. I mean, it makes sense in the end. I guess my thing was like, it starts off with Jess looking for her brother. And I think it becomes pretty clear that her brother was trying to uncover something. So there was this really big buildup. I just felt like the end was like oh they were all related and like there was this weird sex ring and I don't know like it just kind of felt like a letdown. I don't know what I was expecting but I also didn't like the way it ended with um basically Jess was like Sophie just do the right thing sell your business under the table let all the girls go and we won't like report you.
0: I really wish she would have just actually killed Ben. I think that's what's actually anti-climatic about it is the fact that Ben is alive. Like it, I don't yeah. know. <laughs> he, he well he
1: was like dead and then he opened his eyes and just was like wait he's not dead and
0: then he just goes on with his life and I'm like what <laughs> like I think they should have kept the father alive and killed Ben and I would have liked to see the, the father like crumble almost. Yeah. Like there was no like her doing the article about everything did nothing at all. Like, pretty much everyone kind of was, like... Like, Nick laughed. Sophie laughed. Mimi, like... they kept all our money? Like, Anthony killed himself. but Like, who cares about him? Like, there was no result of this, like, article. Like, there was, there no, was no
1: justice.
0: Yeah. So, like, I really wish... I wish she didn't kill the father like I know he probably deserved it but like I would a better punishment would have been for him to like see his demise
1: yeah and too it was weird how it said that all the girls like the the prostitutes I don't know if they were I didn't sound like they were all willingly prostitutes but it was like all the girls disappeared they couldn't find any witnesses and I was like what do you mean they all disappeared where did they go and does that mean they just didn't get any justice? Like they they just
0: moved on with their lives? What? Well, they weren't deported. Oh no! So Sophie funded their disappearance. Well, that's what it seemed like. Yeah, and- so they wouldn't get deported because if they got caught in this club with all their like no paperwork, so they'd all be deported. So they'd rather be like nameless with money mm. than be there. To- and gets justice but be deported
1: but I kind of feel like that makes that means Sophie got away with it too oh
0: she did it doesn't you seem right no no that's why it's so anticlimactic is the fact that Sophie got away with, there was no justice and Ben was alive like the <laughs> things that I feel like ruined this book I really do feel like the like the build-up was really good like mm-hmm things were coming like you didn't see like them I didn't see them all being related when I got into the book I had no idea they were all to be related I just thought it was some weird apartment complex and they were all just like (laughs) hang on a murder and then like it started being all related and I'm like well what's what happened what did Ben know and then like it uncovered this whole sex scandal and like basically like underground London like underground Paris was like all banging people for fun like the police officer like mm-hmm. him going to, with Jess, who didn't speak French and only spoke French to a police officer, not translating or anything. Like that was so sketch. Yeah. I feel like she really set up well. I think it's it feels and because there was no it was just that was it. They just yeah. left. They just ran away and I was like, oh we lived happy ever. We lived happily ever after. Yeah. No, I
1: feel like you hit the nail on the head with, there was no justice, the bad guys got away with it, and Ben was alive. Like, those were the things you were building up to, and then they were so anticlimactic. And honestly, I liked that this book wrapped up, because if you read her other book, The Guest List, it was kind of a similar thing where build up, build up, build up, build up, so much build up. It was so good. I was telling my mom about it for the days that I was reading it. I was like, wow, it's so good. And then you like turn the page and it abruptly ended. There was no resolution. And I was like, what? That doesn't make sense. So like this one didn't make, this one wasn't great but at least it had an ending. Maybe that's just Lucy Foley's style. Maybe, I just feel like it's a flaw though. It can't be a style, it's a flaw. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, like her books are usually pretty good. uh, The two I've read pretty good and they just don't have good endings so
0: yeah I feel like she doesn't know how to wrap it up maybe she that's why she wrapped this one up like such a bow and like perfect box because the last one probably got a lot of critique for their ending but yeah she can end it tragic I feel like she's scared to end it tragically but like all off. <laughs> we, we know what we set up for for this genre like yeah just kill them so yeah. I mean overall it wasn't like it wasn't the worst bread we read this year Better than the cult book. I know. We keep coming back to
1: that one, the <laughs> Taryn Fisher book, which is so crazy because I hadn't heard of her until this season. And then once we heard of her, I looked her books up and she seemed relatively popular. Like she has a following. But then we got her book and I was like,
0: eh. I think she wrote like, like romance at one point. Maybe like, she's I just don't know if this romance. is her genre she writes in normally no I I actually I'm curious we read that as an arc so like we recorded pretty early like I am curious to know what like everyone else thinks Mm, yeah um but I I didn't actually put the effort in to see that out so um I don't know if anything else to say about Paris no I don't really either basically
1: what I kind of decided after today because I've done two Lucy Foley books she's always her books are always in like book of the month like both her books the guest list and this were book of the month options and you picked the guest list at one point because I
0: borrowed it from you and got it for free okay because I I got a free book and I was like and they like pick it now and I was like I have zero options here let's just pick the guest list actually no I think it was best book of the year one year
1: And it might've been, like I said, it was good up until the ending and then the ending was trash. And I was like, I'll give her one more chance. Well, I gave her one more chance. She is not the author for me. When she pops back up for book of the month, I'm not gonna choose her because I just, she's not my style. I need a little more gore and murder.
0: I think she was, I think the guest list was a Reese Witherspoon pick.
1: Might've been. And I think actually, it would make for a good movie uh, or even TV show. They would just need to write an ending. You literally turn the page on that book and you're like, are there
0: pages missing? What did I miss? It's not good. (laughs) Yeah, so at least we got a happy ending. I don't, I have the guest list. I don't know if I'm going to be reading. I won't be reading anytime soon. I have, at my current count of books I own that I have not read is 89, so we have a ways to go before we read books that I don't really feel like reading. Yeah. But um, yeah, it was, I mean, it was fine. Like I, I don't have any strong opinions about this book. What did you rate it? I gave it a four for not being the worst thriller I've read. You've been giving thrillers some good ratings this season. Because if I get through it without being like, I hate my life, then I consider it a good book. Did you physically read this or listen to it? I listened to it. This week has been too crazy. It's my best friend's wedding this week. So I've been all over the world. I haven't, I had to get my nails done, my eyebrows done. I had to come back to Long Island twice. Uh, it's been, it's been a journey. I did get a facial yesterday though. I went get my nails done yesterday, but I got out of this event for work at eight and the only place open was a facial place. And I was like, well, I might as well get a facial. <laughs> might as well it's open it's a sign <laughs> You're like okay. you want a massage too and i was like why not <laughs> Just, just, just throw it in. Oh. oh my gosh that's so funny no i i listened to this too
1: and that's why i was asking i did not jive with the french accents i had such a hard time so I was trying to get through it really fast because I started this book late. So I turned my speed up to like 1.3 or 1.4, which isn't too fast. But Mimi's chapters, she was like, Oh Madame then And I was like, Mimi, slow the F down. I have no idea what you're saying. Um, so that's my only qualm with the audiobook, is just like there were a lot of French accents and it was really hard to listen to uh sound
0: I, so I listened to this on 2.3 speed. Um, holy cow. How did you understand Mimi? I didn't really have an issue. I would do when I get ready in the morning and then when I paint at night, I just listened to it and I had no issue. I'm not like doing thing, things where I need to think so I can just listen. So I was like, do my paper numbers and I'll just listen. and So I got through it really fast, but yeah, I listened to like well, I was doing 1.7. I always start on and then I did two because it was like getting real slow. And then I did two for three. <laughs> I feel like for the
1: last couple books, I've been upping the speeds on everything. Like Little Women, I was definitely listening to on like 2.0. Um, I just read the House Across the Lake by Riley Sager. I bumped that baby up to 2.5. I was just like,
0: I've got to get through these. You, you, but it cracks me up because you're like, oh man, like two point, like 1.5. <laughs> I seriously always
1: listen on just normal speed 1.0. I never bump them up. And the last three, I've been like, I gotta, I gotta get through this 1.5. I don't
0: think I can do one. I think I would, I think I would tune out if I listened to it one.
1: It does seem really slow now that
0: I've done higher speeds. I'm not going to lie. I think that's the issue. I think once you start, you like can't stop. (laughs) It's basically drugs. (laughs) Audiobook (laughs) speed. (laughs) Um, So I guess we'll rant. I think we're funnier when we do romances. You think so? I mean, I think
1: the thrillers we chose this season weren't great. Like Dervla McTiernan's was good um and then from there i feel like it was just kind of downhill.
0: <laughs> they weren't great and they were popular ones too and they weren't great
1: yeah i've gotten really spoiled with um karen slaughter books i feel like it's hard to read other thrillers now
0: good thing she writes like a book like two books a year <sighs> That's so many books i'm so grateful for her um i do think we're funny or when we we'll do romances because we just make a lot of um we just make a lot of jokes yeah
1: um I do need to read a romance. I think I'm going to read It Ends With Us by Colleen Hoover. I want to get damaged. And I've heard that will hurt me a little bit.
0: Uh, you don't think okay. you? It's one of my better than I like of hers. Okay. But she She's not my fave. <laughs> I, sure th- I don't like her. I think
1: she's very overhyped. I think November 9th ruined her for me. And the fact that that book is very popular and people like it and I looked up I so I looked up um Colleen Hoover's best books and November 9 was number four on the list it ends with us as number one November 9 when number were four
0: and I was like oh I think it's so problematic uh no I don't like I don't like that um I really hated that book so i liked i liked ugly love and i liked it ends with us and it was november 9th that like really irked me Mm -hmm. the thing that irks me is like all i don't know so many people like oh my god i I love Colleen, she's best author ever and it's just because she's an easy reader she's an easy book to read like her books are you can fly through and i guess i guess that makes her a good like writer in a sense but like i don't know i just don't think she's the best
1: Yeah, I added actually another one of hers to my TBR today. Um, It's called All Your Perfects because someone was making a video about how that book broke them and how sad it is. And I was like, all right, I'll give it a try. I love sad things. Damage me. But beyond All My Perfects and uh, uh, It Ends With Us, I'm probably going to take a hiatus from calling Hoover hype.
0: I've been really loving Lucy's score.
1: Is she the one who does the college books?
0: No, okay. no, that's Elle Kennedy. Um, Lucy Score, she actually has a lot of self-published books, but her most recent book was published by Forever, which they sent me, um, Maggie Moves On, and I loved it. And then I dove into her. I I had some other of her books that I bought like off like on my random book buying binges mm-hmm. and I'm obsessed with her now, so wow. Um, Diving in, she has like a lot of books too. Like, she has so many independently published books and a lot of books on Kindle of Limited. So, I'm reading one. The only thing is, her books are like the one for Forever was like only 400 pages, like a normal romance size, but her independently published books are like 500 pages for a romance. Yeah, I, I that's been really the trend recently is like really thick, but only in the independently published world is like they're really thick romance books. I do feel when they're always published through publisher, they're shorter, but I think it's because someone weeds out the nonsense. Mm. So that yeah. is the only issue that I do find when I read independently published books, because I do feel like there's a little bit more of like fluff that's mm. not necessary. But I sometimes like it. Like I just read um, Twisted lies which is the fourth book of Anna anahong series and i loved all her other books i love this one too this one was like a hundred pages more than her other ones and i don't think it needed to be that long but it was really good and i loved i liked it, it felt like a tv show but just really long romance books
1: yeah i just feel like romances should really be like 300 or 350 pages like i want to zoom through those bad boys and just like feel good
0: i'm good with a four hundred page book like I'm fine. When it gets over the 450 mark, that's when I really draw a line. Yeah,
1: because that's that's 450 is like a fantasy length, not romance.
0: Yeah, so that's my only qualm with her books, but other than that, really like it. All her guys, like, are just to die for. Like, <laughs> I just want to marry all of them. Um, So Lisa, Lucy Score is my new fave of the moment, and she just has a way of writing men that just, like, hmm unlike (laughs) any other
1: (laughs) that's so funny I yeah I I don't I want to read a couple romances I've been doing too many bad thrillers I need just something like quick and easy and good yeah
0: that's a reading check-in um by the way this is our last episode (laughs) of the season for now yes we will be back in the fall um, we already have one book lined up. <laughs> uh, we do. It was it was supposed to be the end of this season. Uh, it will be a took okay, Tucker book, but we're just going to put it to the first episode of next season due to timing of receiving the book, and just we're getting busy,
1: getting busy. Uh, so busy. I
0: we're can't Ireland in next. I guess like ten days. Yeah, Less you're. Than 10 days.
1: You're going to Ireland and.
0: And Marissa starts tax season again.
1: <laughs> don't remind me. My PTO is almost over and I have to go back to work on Monday. And I just I don't want to. I just
0: I, I figured you were on PTO today with your with your reel making um oh. every day. I was like, she can't be working, right? <laughs> Those reels take so
1: long to make. I, I, I like I feel like I'm glitching right now. I spent like an hour and a half or two hours making one reel one day because Instagram kept glitching, and then like there were issues, and then when I uploaded it finally, the quality was so bad, and I was like, I need to redo this, and I was like, screw it, I'm not redoing this. This is too
0: much. Oh man, Um, yeah, it sucks that like it's hit or miss too. So
1: yeah. The one because the one I did that was really bad quality did get six thousand views. The next two I did were really good quality, and I got a couple hundred. And I was like, just need to upload
0: blurry, blurry videos, I guess. It's just the algorithm too. Yeah. But yeah, I'm so tired. After Ireland, I'm really hoping life slows down a bit. Like I just have had like so many weddings Uh, back-to-back like every weekend something so it's when we're gonna do absolutely nothing um and we will get this season on youtube by the by next next season let's not make any promises here (laughs) no no, i know i don't see that that's like on my that's on my bucket list my to-do list um ah, that's a wrap we have here book that we read this season would be Set on you by Amy Lee. That was my favorite.
1: Gosh, what did we read this season? What is your favorite? My favorite was Crescent City. Hosab. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> so we got to wrap this up. Um, thank you so much for listening this season. We had so much fun viewing this and Thanks for listening. This is Kayla. And Marissa. And make sure to follow us at Book Talks Podcast on Instagram and TikTok.